0: Inside sources. Inside sources. Inside sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. Well, the presidency, of course, has changed a lot over the past 100 years. In particular, both Democrats and Republicans have shaped both the office itself and how we as citizens view it. And of course, there are the the giants in the pantheon of presidents, those that we often rattle off rapidly for their big character or their bold vision. What if someone you never heard of actually had an enormous impact on the office of the presidency and the country today? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, it is true that the presidency has shaped the country uh, and has been shaped and reshaped by those who have occupied that seat uh, over and over, uh, and especially over the last 100 years. We're really pleased we had the opportunity here at Insight Sources to sit down with Ron Gruner. He's a former tech CEO, and he's the author of a book called We the Presidents, How the American Presidents Shaped the Last Century, and so really going back uh, beginning in 1921, uh, up through January of 2021, uh, he gave us some really interesting insight uh, into how different uh, many unknown or lesser known or less focused on presidents have actually had an enormous impact both on the country and on the office of the presidency itself. So when Insight Sources sat down with Ron Gruner, uh, we first, of course, wanted to know why, as a former tech CEO... Uh, he dove in and wrote a history book about the presidents.
1: I grew up in a, a small town in Oklahoma called Parker City, and uh, my interest in computers took me to Massachusetts. And the last five or six years, I've just been really distressed by how much my friends back in Oklahoma uh, have negative feelings about folks living in blue states like Massachusetts and vice versa. I mean, the, the folks in Massachusetts that are good friends of mine for 40 years, how they view uh folks in the uh, the, the Midwest and and Oklahoma and the red states. So I wanted to write a book that really took the politics out of it and really discussed the issues uh, without pointing fingers about who's wrong and who's right. I just got fed up with that because I think politics is dominating the conversation today. I mean, you you hear almost no discussion, whether it's on cable news or uh, on the Internet, where the first words that come up are liberal or Democrat or deplorable or Republican or a socialist or uh, whatever. So I just tried to sweep all of that away and and write a book where if somebody picked it up for the first time, would not know whether Roosevelt was a Democrat or Republican or whether uh, Ronald Reagan was uh, what party he belonged to. Just really focus on what they did.
0: I love that focus, Uh, not on party, not on the politics of it all, uh, but on what they actually did while in office. Uh, so that led the conversation with Ron Gruner to talk about some presidents that we don't talk enough about or that we don't recognize their impact and influence. Uh, and we went to an interesting one, President Warren G. Harding, a uh, little known to most Americans today, but someone who had a huge impact on the nation.
1: Harding was only... a. Uh In office for two and a half years. He died of a heart attack two and a half years in his presidency. So he had a very short presidency. But several things that Harding did have propagated to today, mainly his appointments of two very significant cabinet secretaries, Andrew Mellon and Herbert Hoover. Andrew Mellon, uh, many people feel, was the strongest treasury secretary since Alexander Hamilton uh, at the beginning of the Republic. Mellon wrote a book called Taxation, the People's Business that really focused on the idea that high taxes don't always work and sometimes cutting tax would generate more tax revenues and encourage economic growth. He really pioneered that idea and brought that into the federal government. And when Harding took up office, uh, taxes were extraordinarily high in the range of 90% to pay off the war debt from World War I. And under Harding and Mellon's direction, specifically Andrew Mellon, taxes were cut significantly and at one point in the 1920s got as low as 25%. We know that today what Mellon called scientific taxation. Today, we know that as supply-side economics. And of course, that's what Ronald Reagan brought back uh, in the 1980s with his supply-side economics.
0: I love this kind of history where you're connecting the dots to see how someone like Warren Harding actually had an influence on a president like Ronald Reagan. Uh, President Herbert Hoover, of course, who served in President Harding's cabinet, also an interesting connection and influence. uh, He made a, a significant contribution to American culture, especially as it relates to this great notion that we all embrace of American individualism.
1: Herbert Hoover was a very successful business person, made, uh, was a multimillionaire by the age of 40, and he came in as the uh, Secretary of Commerce, and he wrote a book called American Individualism, which promoted the idea that the essence of America is the rugged individual. It's the rugged individual who's given personal liberty to pursue His or her particular interest is what defines America. And to some extent, Alex de Tocqueville back in the 1840s had talked about the same thing. But it was Hoover that really made that a core aspect of his presidency. Today, we know that when people talk about the role of individual liberty in America and how important that is, Hoover was the one that really brought that to the fore in the last 100 years.
0: We're going to stay with the conversation just a little longer to get a little more insight from many of our presidents uh, it's so important to look at how they shaped it, what they did to impact the nation, the culture, and the presidency itself. Much more to come. Stay with us. Think again with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. We're going to stay with the conversation just a little bit longer. Inside Sources sat down with Ron Gruner. Uh, who interestingly is a former tech CEO, uh, but he is the author of the book called We the Presidents, How American Presidents Shaped the Last Century, uh, both how they shaped the nation and how they shaped the office of the president and how we look at it in terms of leadership for the nation. So let's continue our conversation. Uh, Very interesting. Conservatives uh, often don't hold uh, President Franklin uh, D. Roosevelt in very high esteem. But is there something else about President Roosevelt, that maybe everybody should consider? Take a listen.
1: Roosevelt's detractors, uh, even today, call him a a socialist and that he uh, basically moved the the, the country away from a court laissez-faire capitalism and uh, what was uh, the form of a free enterprise in the 1920s. He was under tremendous pressure to uh, almost abandon capitalism because the country had been in a very, very deep depression for four years. There were many people advocating universal incomes paid for by the government, all kinds of universal health care. Father Charles Coughlin was uh, advocating a, a much stronger form of government. And then, of course, you had fascism, which in the early 1930s was, believe it or not, viewed quite favorably as a middle ground between capitalism and communism. Roosevelt found another approach, basically saying, let the government... Help employ people if private enterprise won't do that, and that's something he did. That's not really appreciated. He may well have saved capitalism.
0: I think that is a fascinating perspective. And again, we can debate uh, all the nuances to that, uh, but I think that's an important, interesting thing that there was real support for a universal income, universal health care, uh, and even some uh, some other forms of uh, socialism and communism. Uh, and so, really, finding that middle ground uh, may actually have been part of saving capitalism. That's interesting to think about. Again, don't have to agree with all of that, but be curious about it. Think about that a little bit and uh, look just a, a little bit deeper. Uh, now, this one is, uh, is one that I think everyone needs to listen to really closely. Uh, Ron Gruner talked about Jimmy Carter uh, and his influence uh, on the United States uh, that is far more than he gets credit for. We often give uh, President Carter more credit for what he did after his presidency than what he did during. But there are some things during the presidency that I think have impacted the nation.
1: Jimmy Carter was in many respects a very transformational president. That's not appreciated today. He actually uh, enacted more deregulation than any president, including Ronald Reagan. He deregulated transportation, the airlines, the railroads and trucking. He deregulated energy. Uh, he also basically put in place a legislation and, or pioneered legislation to conserve energy. And today, the average American consumes 15 percent less energy per capita than in 1978 when Carter passed that legislation. We would not be an energy independent country if it wasn't for the legislation that Carter passed in the late 1970s.
0: OK, so, again, that's a think again moment, I think, for a lot of people, uh, that it was actually President Carter who deregulated the energy industry. We Often we think of Democratic administrations creating more and more regulation. Uh, President Carter actually deregulated regulated it in the middle of that energy crisis uh, and also really set people's uh, sights on what we could do to become more energy Independent, And so that's an interesting component to Jimmy Carter's presidency that I don't think he gets uh, near enough credit for. Uh, I want to go now and uh, talk about sometimes the presidents aren't that popular uh, when they are in office and they become more popular uh, later on. Harry Truman was just such a president. Listen to what Ron Gruner had to say about that.
1: He left the presidency with the lowest uh, popularity ratings ever recorded, including even modern presidents. He had fired uh, General Douglas MacArthur just a year before the election because MacArthur had wanted to go into into China, across the border between North Korea and China. He actually, MacArthur went into North Korea without permission. He crossed that line. He was told not to by the president and then got to the Chinese border and wanted to go in. And uh, Truman said no. He went around and wrote a letter to Congress basically asking permission from Congress. And that's when that's when Truman fired him outright, which was very unpopular because uh, MacArthur was a very, very popular man at the time. He was voted the most popular American in 1946, I believe. So he left pres- the presidency very, very unpopular. And it's only over time, as people began to realize the decisions he made and how important they were, that he is now considered one of the top 10 presidents.
0: So there you have a a top 10 president in Harry Truman, uh, who left office with the lowest presidential uh, approval rating ever, including our most recent presidents and our current president. That's a fascinating thing to look at. In part, it was because of his interaction with uh, General Douglas MacArthur. uh, And that was not popular at the time. Of course, it proved to be uh, very important and uh, very critical, it was a test of political courage uh, for President Truman to do that uh, so now I want to jump to uh, where we concluded with Ron Gruner, and that is how the presidency has changed over all of these years, especially in its relationship with Congress because I think that 's where the biggest change in our government has taken place
1: a uh, hundred years ago there's much more balance in terms of the uh, the power of the uh, legislature or the executive, the president. As you know, the balance and checks and balances our founders wanted was to have three uh, forms of government in terms of the judiciary, the legislature, and the executive, particularly in the last 40 years. And I guess I have to say it probably started with Roosevelt. The presidency has assumed more and more power in terms of making decisions. And to some extent, the legislature has been happy with that because it gets them off the hot seat. The last time war was officially declared by Congress was World War II. Of course, Congress basically has told the president to do whatever is necessary. So the president's done that, and it's migrated to the executive uh, office over the last few decades, which has not been particularly healthy, in my opinion. I think the legislature needs to pull more power back and be more assertive in their role in the federal government.
0: Okay, that's some really important stuff there, uh, that the presidency continues to gain more power, regardless of political party, because... Congress continues to abdicate that. And then quickly, we'll go to President Ronald Reagan. Uh, many people looked to him, but uh, Ron Gruner looked at it just a little different in terms of his impact on how Americans view themselves.
1: He restored America's faith in itself after the, the horrible 1970s. In the 1970s, we had record high inflation, record high unemployment. Uh, we had uh, the, the first loss of the United States to a major war in Vietnam. Uh, we had the, the Pentagon Papers that show that the, the federal government had conspired Secretly to conduct the Vietnam War for 20 years and had lied to Americans. Uh, we had uh, President Carter's unfortunate Malay speech. And so American consumer sentiment and, and Americans' confidence in themselves had reached a historic low when Reagan took office. He restored America's confidence in itself very quickly. And that's one of his most significant contributions without question.
0: Big thanks to our guest, Ron Gruner. Again, uh, fascinating background. He's a former tech CEO, uh, but he is the author of the book, We the Presidents, How American Presidents Shaped the Last Century. Uh, And as we've gone through that over these uh, last two segments, if you missed any of those, you're going to want to go check out the podcast today. Uh, This is worth diving into because it will cause you to think again uh, about maybe some presidents uh, who didn't get the credit they deserved or presidents who did more than we thought or even presidents that did things that we would be shocked that they did. Uh, The fact that uh, Jimmy Carter deregulated so many industries uh, is fascinating to me. All right, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. Uh, When we come back, much more on KSL Inside Sources. Stay with us. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me.